Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everybody. And I want to say good evening. I welcome everybody to Power Prayer Ministry, where there is power in prayer, where there is prayer, there is power. And I want to thank God for everybody who came on the line tonight. I won't be before you long, but I just want to just, just say God is good. And I just ask everybody to continue to Now pray for Houston, Corpus Christi, Beaumont, pray for Texas. Um, This storm was pretty devastating, but I I want to give honor to God for keeping a lot of my family, coworkers, friends, associates. I thank God for keeping them. Uh, I was talking to a uh, talking to somebody. I say I was seven or eight years old at the time, but my every experience was uh, Hurricane Alicia, and um, the next storm was Tropical Storm Alice. Thank God I wasn't affected, and uh, wasn't affected too bad. Uh, and um, Ike, and with Ike, it was a lot of wind. And I just give God for for keeping a lot of people, and I just want to thank God. Do y'all hear me fine? Your voice is kind of down. Okay. How it is right now? Good. Good. It's cracked in here. Throw the crack in here. Hold on. Amen. How's that? That's better. Amen. Yeah. So uh, I've been having problems with my Bluetooth, but praise God, it's going to work out. And uh, I just want to just talk to different people. that God, uh, you know, where there's a storm like this, any storm, there's a, you know, there's judgment. You know, judgment begins in the house of the Lord. A lot of people don't want to hear about that. Amen. But but, but God judges, you know, it, it, I'm going to give you an example. Um, if my parents told me not to do something, and I'm under my parents' authority. And when they tell me not, don't go up the street, don't go up the street today. And so I have some friends that persuaded me. 
and I go up the street, my parents catch me. My parents ask me, say, well, why did you go up the street? I told you not to go up the street. Well, mom, such and such said uh, we weren't going to be there long. Uh, such and such said uh, it's nothing going on. But my but my parents told me, so I told you not to go up there. And they don't want to hear any outside influences. They want to say, I gave you direct orders. So, you know, when God tells us not to do something, we can't always blame it on the devil. You know, a lot of times we don't, like last week, a lot of times our flesh going to take us to hell. Uh, it's not going to be the devil. I know the devil uh, works in people's minds, but they allow him to. You know, and sometimes, you know, a person may molested or dealing with retardation or anything, that's a, that's a whole other subject. But when we know right from wrong, um, when God gives us orders, and I'm going to tell you this, you know, a person told me, say, how, how uh, do you know the voice of God? And I say, in the in the prophetic realm, it, uh, it's no different. You know, people think, oh, you prophetic, you can hear you clearly. No, it's not true, because when you're the children of God, everybody should hear God's voice. Everybody. Everybody should hear God's voice. And, uh, every, you know, you know, not only the prophet, but everybody should hear God's voice. And it takes time. And um, it, it just takes time. But then you got the voice of, if you had decent parents, uh, you know, then you got their, their voices in your head. Then you got the voice of the world. But it's amazing, you know, when we're seeking God, it's like, oh, God, what you telling me? And you hear all these thousands of voices. But through time, uh, it just takes time to focus, you know, meditate on the Lord day and night, meditate on him. But when you're about to go in, into something wrong, you already know. You know it's wrong. Well, Lord, I'm just going to do it one more time. And uh, people say, well, how do you know the, the witches here, the Lord? And I remember this lady in church. She was a, a witch. She was in witchcraft. I mean, it was so bad that she had, you know, different color papers and all that old foolishness. And she told, she said out of her mouth, the Lord told me to stop my foolishness. The Lord said, stop uh, your wickedness. She said, I got scared and I uh, went under my bed. Well, under her covers. And then uh, she didn't stop, and I seen her health slowly uh, decrease. Um, so, you know, like, like the old folks who say, you hear what you want to hear. But hearing the voice of the Lord, it takes time. It's, I'm going to tell you a, a good example. Uh, those small things, when uh, sometimes when the Lord say, uh, don't forget to take out the trash. And you forget to take out the trash. The trash man came, and now you got you gonna have double trash. Or, uh, or the Lord said, don't forget uh, before you go to bed, pray. And you wake up, oh, I should have prayed. I didn't know my plumbing was busted. I didn't know 
uh, my daughter got sick, or my son got sick. Uh, you know, the Spirit of the Lord tell you something like, uh, uh, don't uh, don't buy, don't go to this gas station. Don't don't go to one you usually go to, go to somewhere else. But Lord, I always go to there. And you find out that they have water in the gas tanks, you know, on the ground. So it's the small things, and when you trust the small voices, then you begin to trust God more. And that's that, you know that's what I use. Um, you know, it might work for different people, but it's the small things and the small obedience. If you obey God in small things, you can obey Him in large areas in your life. But it takes the small steps. You know, I tell everybody. If God gave you the tasks right now that He have for you, you won't be quick to obey it because it's it's beyond your comprehension. It's beyond your your uh, mental capacity. So, I you know I ask everybody this week to say God talk to me and pay attention to the small still voice. You know the voice that you hear, like for example, your your mother always hollering at you, your daddy always fussing at you. That's not God. People cursing you out, and you better do this. That ain't God. It's a small, still voice. You got to remember, God don't make nobody do anything. Don't force nobody's will. So it would be that small, still voice, you know. And learn to get in a quiet place. You, at first, you're going to have all these voices. You're going to have, you're going to use reasoning. You're going to use common sense. You're going to use, uh, all these different things you're going to use. You're going to have issues out of your heart and all that, but it takes time. Now, I want everybody here to learn to hear the voice of God. Because we're in the last days, and I'm telling everybody this. You know, we got prophets and apostles, and, you know, there's a difference in the prophet. You got the office of a prophet, and you have a gift. Of prophets, you know, they got the gift of it. The office of a prophet, there are ones that are born with that, born with the prophetic. The office, you're born with it. The gift of prophecy is two different things. And gifts, and people get mixed up with gifts and office. And I want to tell everybody, I want everybody learning to hear from God. You know, we in our last days, we, we got so many prophets, you know, out here. We got false prophets. We got prophets that's come out of their flesh, out of their emotion. You got the true prophet of God. And, and this tests every spirit by the spirit. And how you test the spirit, you go before God. Now, I'm going to give you an example. You know how you can test the spirit. For example, many of you all have been to school, and the curriculum your teacher taught you, from Monday through Thursday, like when I was coming up, most of my test days was on a Friday. Unless we had a holiday, it'd be on a Thursday. Most of my test days was on Friday. And and you all the information you have learned, you're testing on it. So when you're dealing with a prophet, any information you get, try to write it down. Write it down. Don't don't say you're gonna remember because a lot of times we want to remember the good stuff, but we want to hear the bad stuff. Write down every prophecy you get. Just write it down to the best of your knowledge. Um, and sometimes, like uh, on blog talk or talk shoe, you know, sometimes you can go back 
uh, and then uh, a couple of uh, teleconferences, phones, you know, like, uh, you know, these, these different conference lines. They got recording. You can go back in the recording, and you can just write down and make sure you get the accurate word from God. You know, because there's a difference between better and beside. It's a difference between separate and 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 together. It's it's different. You know, you can have one simple word. You can have one simple word like release, and you think you heard stop. You know, you gotta. Be, you know, when you dealing with prophecy, when you record, write down every write down every word. Don't assume nothing. Write down every single word of prophecy that you receive, and and you go before the Lord. Say, Lord, this is you bringing the past pre-open, and then there'll be confirmation. But we gotta understand the enemy. The enemy knows us too. So I want everybody to learn, and you go before God with that prophecy. And, and some prophecies ain't going to say well in your spirit, but you got to be careful with that. Because if it don't say well in your spirit, it doesn't mean, you know, some things that don't say well in my spirit is because I don't want to obey it. And I'm just being honest with everybody. Everyone hear me clearly? Yes. Amen. Some prophecies that, that uh, I get, uh, uh, some prophecies I get, they don't say well in my spirit because it's not always that it's not of God, but sometimes it'd be like, I don't want to do that, or, oh, Lord, it's a difficult task. So we got to be honest with ourselves. But I want everybody to write down your prophecy. And uh, and another one, Pal Talk, uh, they have a recorder. You can go back and record. So I want everybody this week to say, God, I want to hear your voice. And it's always that small, still voice. And then when you start getting all these crazy ideas, you know that's not God. God is not the author of confusion. You start getting, oh, I think I need to go right. I need to go left. I need to go south. I need to go north. I remember a time and I received five different prophecies concerning a matter. But two people matched up, but one person didn't. Now, automatically, I would think that the one that didn't match up, that they they missed it. But the Lord said, remember, I showed you a vision about it. Now, um, and I said, oh, Lord, yes, you did, Father. You did show me a vision. And that one person, Dr. DeBarnes, he, he on point. I mean, he was probably everything was in, in my vision, in my dream. It was a dream. So I didn't, and then we got to also, we have to go before God. We have to pray. And when God places in your spirit, everything else should line up. If you don't, you say, this, this, this is not what God put in my spirit. And we we have to be, we have to hold on what God put in our spirit. And we prayed over it. We said, no, this is what God placed in my spirit. I'm not taking nothing else. And it's just like, you know, when you go to the store and you want to put, uh, like, a particular outfit or some particular shoes, when you go online and say, no, that's not the color. It's clothes, but that's not the color I'm looking for. But thank you. You know, this color was pearl white. This is a bone white. or This is off white. And uh, this is a, a metallic white. No, I'm looking for a pearl white. So when God gives you things, you have to stay strong. You have to 
stay focused. You have to stay focused. That's it. Well, you know, thank you. You don't have to be rude to the man or woman. God say, okay, all right, I'm going to pray about it. But don't be so quick to receive everything. Go and pray about it. Because you got some people say, I need you to receive it. What I'm receiving? I'm receiving a, a demonic a demonic word or what am I receiving? But if it's placed in your spirit, you know it's God. Amen. And when it's God, everything should match up according to God's plan and will for your life. And I was going on a different topic, but the Lord said, tell my people to learn to hear from my voice. He said, well, how can I learn to hear God's voice? He said, small, still voice. It's that small voice that you, it's that small voice that that you have a difficult time trying, you, you know it's right, but you well, I got all these other boys, that small, still boys. So I don't care what people say. Um, and I'm going to tell you this. If you're a person that listens to a lot of music, and I mean you listen to a lot of music, worldly music, it's going to cloud up your head. you got to be selective what you watch and what you hear. Because, you know, every some music, some movies are not pure. And you got all that in your soul. It's just like sometimes we have so much in our soul. It's just our soul is like a garbage compactor. And we just need to get it rid of all. We, you know, when, when you put something in a dumpster on a garbage compactor, you, you're not selecting what is good because when you threw it in there, from say you had a trash can in your house, whatever you threw in the trash, it was no longer useful are no longer important. So you put it in a garbage compactor or in a dumpster or whatever the case may be. But you you need to say, God, deliver my soul from all that negative. Deliver my soul from all that garbage in my life so I can hear you more effectively. And I want everybody to learn to hear from God because sometimes prophets miss it. It don't mean they're false prophets. It means they lack maturity in certain things of God. Now, with false prophets, people that walk in disobedience, they arrogant and they wrong, just like Jezebel. They arrogant and, and they wrong. They, they, they caught up in emotions. I want everybody to hear from God because, you know, it's a time, you know, I know God called me to be a prophet, but a lot of time I want people to hear from God because I might not be around, around for that particular mercy in your life. You know, God can take me to glory, or I can be in another state, or I can be asleep, or whatever the case may be. But I want everybody to learn to hear from God because, you know, the enemy always sends his false prophets out there, try to contaminate the people, mess them up. So I just want everybody to work on that this week. Hear from God, not from people. Uh, to really hear from God. Amen. 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 So I want to just. I want everybody, you know, if you got to take a fast, fasting helps in hearing the Lord. Fasting helps a whole lot. Um, 
fasting is very important. And then I'm going to tell you this, when you start getting bombarded with prophecy, when you become a prophetic junkie, fasting helps you to calm your flesh, flesh out to be subject to the spirit. Your mind, when you fast, your mind will be clear. You can say, hey, Lord, I, I can focus. Well, at one point, I was a prophetic junkie. Many of y'all fell in that same situation. It's time for us to get out of that. Amen. 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 It's time. Because, uh, oh, I'm just so prophetic, you know. Oh, and then you get all these words, and then you sit there. You don't know which word is true. I remember a time, I was getting so many words, and uh, I went through a deliverance because some of them words wasn't, wasn't of God. And then a lot of it was people's flesh and people's agenda. And I'm just going to be honest. It, it wasn't, I mean, I had to get delivered. I'm not going to sit here and say I'm any uh, better than anyone. I had to. I had to get delivered. Because mm-hmm. I received all these words. Mm-hmm. And all of them, most of them have some similarities, but a lot of them was off in a lot of ways. And I know what God showed me. Mm-hmm. But I was to the point I was so wounded, so hurt, Lord, I need a word. And then and I end up engulfing stuff, eating off everybody's table, which caused me to be spiritually sick. I went in my right mind. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, you know, and the ones that I went to for prophecy all the time was the ones that burned me. After you stop giving, or you stop giving attention, and some of them, yeah, they'll act up. Man, I know you paid that. You need to give. Uh, they start showing their true colors. I can get irritated with you. But they the ones started, you know, because you got people that start start prophesying to you. They don't even get to know you. They just come out and boom, boom, and start prophesying. Then you get caught up. You get lured into it. And once you become an addict of it, now they want to you need to go on. They was doing it for the wrong reason. Mm-hmm. And I'm learning. I'm learning. You know, it's taking me some time, but I'm learning. Amen. I'm not going to see a lot of nobody. Okay. But I want everybody to learn to hear the voice of the Lord. And I'm going to tell you this. Tell you this again. The Holy Ghost says, stop telling Stop telling people you're busy. Tell people that have a heart of God, that have your best interest. But the people I was confiding in, they was there for a season. They were like, ah, we have Then, then they lie. Uh, I had a couple of them. They tell me, oh, man, God, y'all going to do this. Oh, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Five minutes later, oh, but he's going to do this. He's going to work it out. I say, well, whether it's going to work it out or he's not going to work it out. Mm-hmm. He's going to have me to go north or he's going to have me to go south. 
a prophetic word should not be confused. It shouldn't say, oh, mm-hmm. uh, God going to, uh, I'm just using an example. Mm-hmm. God going to bless you with a truck. Mm-hmm. But it, but the car you have problems with, he going to fix it. Mm-hmm. It is like, okay, but he, he but the Lord wants you to stay in that car. But God going to bless you with a truck, but God wants you to fix it and stay in that car so you can get no debt. Okay. Do I go for the truck or mm-hmm. do I fix the car and stay in it? That's confusing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, God going to bless you with a two-star house, but if I was you, I'd get the one-star house. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are things. That's confusing. Yeah. You know, and you hear that. A lot of times people don't pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to give another one. God going to bless you to move to California, but he really wants you to stay in Texas. Mm-hmm. So those are the things you have to be careful of. Mm-hmm. Um, and even, you know, with some people that, you know, you in search for a mate, you know, you got to be really careful. I, I ask anybody who desires to get married, I want you to go before God. I want you to go before God. If you desire a mate, and God will show you your mate, or he'll give you a description. If you But keep that to yourself. Because you got to be careful even sharing, you know, with women, I have girlfriends and homegirls. You know, you got to be careful how you share things. Mm-hmm. Some of your girlfriends or homegirls, whatever you call it. Um, because some of them uh, say, oh, I had a dream. You had a, a, a light-skinned man with green eyes. Oh, he looked so good. Oh, boy. I had a dream. But uh-huh. you got to remember, a lot of times we can dream on stuff that we are watching on TV, what we heard. Mm-hmm. But sometimes in my, in my sleep I can hear conversations, but I had a heavy conversation with, Mm-hmm. People or church folk, and it, and they be in your spirit because you had an argument, a disagreement, or just dealing with business, and all that to be involved in your mind and in your spirit. So mm-hmm. we have to be careful with that, you know. Oh Lord, bless you, you know. With uh, with uh, uh, I seen a Mexican guy, and then you told everybody, and then and uh, all everybody in the money went. God ain't showed me an Asian, not a quite, you know. God showed me a mix. Nah, he, you know, so when you're dealing with mates and trying to get married, go before God so God can give you clear direction. Because you have prophets that can see something, and they can immediately can go in the flesh because they get jealous. Uh-huh. So it's a thin line between flesh and the spirit realm. It's a very thin line. Mm-hmm. So they can see and go back in the flesh. Oh, Lord, they don't need that. Mm-hmm. I need that, Lord. I need that money. They get back in the flesh that fast. Because mm-hmm. you know the Bible says your spirit and your flesh war daily. It's always warring. So when you're in the spirit, with people in the spirit, most of the time they, they, they in the spirit, they, they, they love God and they love and they really into the things of God. They stay in the spirit. They give you the accurate results. When a person stays in the spirit, they love God. They give you the accurate results every time. But if a person got their issues, they'll turn, oh, Lord, they don't need that. They need to go. They need to get this. And sometimes God will show his 
prophets, or even people in general, a perfect will and a permissive will. A perfect will could be very awesome. Right, I don't need that. God, you can give me that. They just need to settle for this. Mm. So that's why I'm asking everybody to learn from, to hear from God. Yeah. I'm going to give everyone some scriptures. I'm going to go into prayer. Heavenly Father, we just say thank you. We praise you for all that you're doing. And, and Father God, uh, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, I, I pray blessing of Lord, forgive us of our sins, known and unknown. Forgive us of our thoughts, our actions, our deeds. And Father God, in the, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, clean us out, Father. Gut us out. Lord, cleanse our minds, our souls. Cleanse our, our whole outlook on life. And Lord, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord. Amen. 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 I receive it. Thank you, God. Amen. Amen. Now, it's a scripture. Um, we're going to go to um, Psalms 29 and 3. Psalms 29 and 3. Now, now, this I experienced, Psalms 29.3. It said, The voice of the Lord echoes above the sea, and the glory of the God of glory thunders. The Lord thunders over the mighty sea. The, mm-hmm. the voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is majestic. Mm-hmm. The voice of the Lord splits the mighty cedars. And the Lord shadows the cedars of Lebanon. Now, this is something I have experienced. Uh, one time, and then um, I had I had a vehicle, and the Lord said, "Take that vehicle back." But He said it when He like, "Take that vehicle back." It was like it was a voice. Remember, it was like uh, it's a voice like uh, it sounded like waters. Like take that vehicle back, and it it way it sounded. So I didn't. I didn't listen and kind of find out that we didn't know the repo man. Oh, he said, take the vehicle back and get your stuff out of it. He said, you know, take the, take the vehicle back and and get your stuff out of it. So I talked to at the time. I talked to someone. I said, the Lord said we need to take the vehicle back. Nah, that ain't what the Lord told me. So two days later, they took the vehicle, and the important item we had in the vehicle was pretty much gone. It was my work. Their word against mine, my word against theirs. So it was an urgency in my spirit because the Lord woke me up, and I didn't listen. So the people took the vehicle and took some, it was some important items in the vehicle that had value. So God told me. He didn't tell the other person. He told me. Um. That's the one thing, you know, it's an urgency. Now, Deuteronomy 13 and 4.
Serve only the Lord your God and fear him. Obey his commandments. Now, this is a good one. Say obey his commandments. Only way you're going to hear effective is obey his commandments. You know, you got thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not lie, thou shalt not commit adultery. Uh, you know, obey his commandments. Why? Oh, obey the commandments is important because you can hear God's voice through his commandments. If you think about it, um, on, the Holy Ghost really cannot, the Holy Ghost will not restrict, re, recite scriptures to you if you never read a scripture. So when you study God's word, read God's word, and a scripture come out of your, your spirit, out of your belly, you say, oh, and you speak there, and, and you say, that's what the Lord had me to say, uh, had me to speak on, because he was in his word. Amen. I only, I only work with you what you input in your spirit. It say obey his commandments. It's the first thing. Listen to his voice. And what? Cling to him. I'm going to say this again. Serve only the Lord your God and fear him alone. Obey his commandments. Listen to his voice. And what? Cling to him. You know, it's amazing, and I'm guilty of it. We cling to the wrong thing. We cling to our jobs. We cling to the church. Nothing wrong with the church, but we those sometimes we can place our church over God. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm serving God. No, you're serving the church. You can serve a church and don't have a relationship with God. There's mm-hmm. a bunch of people in the church that go to church but don't have no relationship. Amen. It's just like you can have people can work at Walmart, you know, like I go to Walmart the distribution centers. So they walk at, work at Walmart, but they contract to another company. So even though you work under Walmart, you work in a building, but you contract through Ampex, uh, you contract through another company, but you just you work under Ampex, but you work in, under Walmart. Mm-hmm. You don't get the benefits of Walmart because you don't have a relationship with Walmart. So many people go to church because their parents told them to go to church, but they have a relationship with their parents. But but see, what they think, their parents have a relationship with God, but the children don't have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. They have a relationship with their parents. So mm-hmm. a lot of times, oh, my parents don't go to church. That's nice and sweet. That's, that's a good thing, but they can have a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people go to church out of rituals, but they mm-hmm. don't have a relationship with God. A lot of them don't even know the pastor first and last name. Uh-oh. You'd be surprised. I just, you know, uh, you know, in Houston, you know, one person said, oh, I go to Joe Osteen Church. What you learn? Oh, I just love the way you speak. Okay. Three years later, they the same predicament. It's not so much of have a relationship with Joe Osteen, they need a relationship with God. Mm-hmm. But, but you say that to, to make people feel certain, well, what they go to Joe Osteen? They're very prestigious. There's about 23,000 people go to that church. But you need a relationship with God. So first thing, obey his commandments, listen to his voice, and what cling to him. You know, even when Jesus said, Say, humble yourself like the little children. The little children are going to go into heaven. They humble themselves like little children. Little children are what? Clingy. If you look at 
are a good mother, good father, most of the time, and I'm just going to be honest, most children, if they have a healthy, most little children, from a baby up to the age of, you know, there's no age limit. You can tell they cling to their parents. Most so with the taller age, you know, the one to two up to seven years old, you know, eight, you know, they more clingy to their parents. They'll go a little bit, but they don't go too far from their parents or their mother or father or their grandparents. They mm-hmm. cling to them. They're like, go play, mm-hmm. but they, they go play and they come back to their mom or their grandmother or their grandfather mm-hmm. or their father because they what? They cling to them because mm-hmm. that's the voice that they listen. Even some of y'all have children, grandchildren. You, they like a yo-yo. You know, like a yo-yo, you, you, you flick it down and it come back up. Some of your children like yo-yo. Like, go, go, get you a life. Go get, go date. Go, go, go get a life. But they what? They yo-yo back to your house. Yeah. Girl, go on, get out of here. Boy, get a life. <laughs> but it's not a bad thing. But over time, every child should be mature. All right, you know, going to independence. But we ought to clean ourselves to God. We ought to be humble like the children. So every time, you know, like, like a yo-yo effect, they're like, okay, if not, I'm, I'm going through, but Lord, I'm, I'm coming back to you. I'm holding on. So it's you know, like you cling to him because he, you know why God said cling to him? God knows everything about us. Mm-hmm. This is a problem that I have, and I don't mind. You know, I have people get on me and say, well, why, why do you use yourself an example? I use myself as an example to say I have I have issues, I have problems. I'm dealing with things. But that's all I can relate. I can relate by things I went through. I learned over the years, I, you know, in a black church, you, you learn to, whatever the pastor says, it's a golden book. It's a golden rule. And I learned to serve leaders. But I found out leaders, because you serve a leader, you serve them well, it doesn't mean they like you. Amen. It don't it, uh, it and a lot of them don't even want you to come to their table, but they just want to sweep some crumbs to you. Mhm. And I was clingy to leaders because I was looking for love and so I got burnt. Every single one burnt burnt me except a exception of two of them out of ten. Because I got clean. I cling to the wrong people. And God showed me how it was going to end. God showed me every relationship I have with him. Yeah. But I didn't cling to God. And God told me everything about it. Well, Lord, they not like that. God said, I know their heart. God said, yeah, they they anointed. They they know my word. They they prophesy accuracy, but they they some areas in their life is not right. So, and Lord, just deliver and help them. So I cling to the wrong people. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm learning, y'all got to clean the God. Clean. Yeah. Now, verse 5 of Deuteronomy 13, it says, The false prophets are visionaries who try to lead you astray, must be put to death. For they encourage rebellion against the Lord your God, who redeemed you from slavery and brought you out of the land of Egypt. Now, that's why you got to be careful, false prophets. Uh, false prophets would eventually pull you away from God. I remember a time um, I was in the church and 
the man of God was awesome in the prophetic. I mean, God was using him. He was a great teacher. Um, I mean, he had a good worship, praise team. But eventually, he started slowly taking the parts of God and putting the world in. And I remember a time we was, uh, we played a song. Uh, what's that? Destiny Child, I, I Am a Survivor. They played that in the church. And people oh, were dancing and, oh, and oh. I Am a Survivor. And, and then he started incorporating other worldly music. And eventually it got into, uh, he went into divination, went into, uh, you know, it was a lot of mess. But I've seen it over time. But, it, you know, and I what false prophets do. Eventually, they moving about the way of the people, and they all, and I mean, I've seen true prophets. True prophets don't get that kind of money. Mm-mm. They don't. The money he was getting, I mean, he was getting ten thousand dollars a day easily because I just work in finance. Good God. And, the people, and, the, and the people kept giving, and they weren't living nothing. And I never tell him rebuking nobody and say, Lord, you better change your way. It was like, it was, it was mostly good, but it was no change. The people kept, kept giving, kept giving, like an ATM. And, and at that time, that was back in 2002, some of the churches I visited, they already had ATM machines yeah. in their churches. That's back in 2002. They had those machines in place. So, what I have learned over time, when you under a false prophet or a quote unquote visionary, which is a psychic, they gonna slowly have you rebel into things of God. Instead mm-hmm. of going to God, you'll be looking at them. And that and that was a problem that the children of Israel had. The children of Israel wanted to put Aaron above Moses. Aaron catered to the people. Amen? Amen. So that's why it's important. And now, I'm going to tell you this. When you hear a man or woman of God, keep every time they tell you to stop and a voice getting louder and louder, it doesn't, don't, don't think that God don't talk to me like that. Um, that's a warning. We're going to Exodus 19 and 19. It's like when a lot of God get, it's like a warning. It's just like, it's just like this. If you, if your child is right in front of you, say four feet in front of you, you can say, stop it. But when your child is 30 feet away, you're going to be loud and say, don't go that way. Turn around. Mm-hmm. You're going to project your voice. So, um, Exodus 19.19, as the blast of the ram's horn grew louder and louder, Moses spoke, and God thundered his reply. The Lord came down on the top of Mount Sinai and called Moses to the top of the mountain. So Moses clammed to the mountain. Then the Lord told Moses, go down and warn the people not to break through the boundaries to see the Lord, or they will die. Even the priests who regularly come near to the Lord must purify themselves for that the Lord does does not break out and destroy them. Now, there's time when God would get loud to warn. 
tell them, tell them, tell them not to come here. Don't do that. That is normal. So one prophet say, God say, repent. Another prophet might have it. God say, repent. Another prophet say, God say, if you don't repent, you're going to lose your life. Mm-hmm. That's different. For God warning. Warning come before destruction. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't talk to me like that, but God told you three, four times, just like with your natural children. I'm a, I guarantee you, by the time you tell your child stop the fifth time, you're going to have a different tone of voice versus mm-hmm. the first time you told them to stop. Mm-hmm. And if they don't stop, punishment is going to come behind it. So, amen. So, I want everybody to learn to hear from God. You know, I'm, I'm not, you know, it's so much. Demonic divination test not even funny. I'm, you know, it don't even surprise me if a grown person come tell me, "Boo boo does say the Lord." Mm-hmm. But the, you know, the demonic, you know, why they they false prophets, but the the enemy knows about accuracy. Only way the enemy can get in a person's life, he has to first get in by some type of accuracy. You know, he got to be accurate in something. Even the devil knows that. You know, the devil know that if the, if the devil was like false all the time, you think people go to psychics, mediums? No, they wouldn't. It got to be something keep drawing them. It got to be some accuracy, something they say they got it right the first time when I came here. And that's what most false prophets do. They get you in, spill all your millions, and then the next two to 20 more prophets you get from them will be totally false, totally off. They hit on some things, but they're not of God. Amen. And God ain't going to let you make mm-hmm. any of his fivefold leaders into gods. Amen. I want to thank God for everybody that came on the line. And I just want to tell everybody, you know, don't be weary well-doing. We get tired. We get frustrated. But hold on to God. And, and, mm-hmm. and don't get into rituals mm-hmm. with, with things you do. Take a break. Sometimes we get in rituals over and over again, and we ain't getting nowhere. Amen. We're not getting nowhere with all these rituals. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.